Hey, this is Jim Fleming, and this is the Stuart Heights Fleming Sunday School Podcast. This podcast is a recording of our weekly Sunday School class, as well as a few other teaching opportunities I get at my church. But before you listen further, you may want to go to teachings.jim314.com and download the student and or teacher handouts so you can follow along visually and take some notes. Thanks for listening, come back often, and feel free to add this podcast to your favorite podcast app or to iTunes. Now let's get to this week's lesson. Good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. This is good. It's a good year so far. So I hope you're ready to uh, move quickly this morning. I'm excited about today's lesson. Uh, For those of you that have been with us for a while in this class, you know that the first Sunday, school Sunday of each year, we step back and we look at why do we do this, how do we do this, what are we about, preview the year coming. Uh, So today is that lesson. So if you've got your hand out there in front of you, we will jump right in. So if the question is, uh, why do we do Sunday school, Uh, our purpose, I, I think you know, last week Gary talked to us about the five purposes of our church, uh, and I think we align pretty closely with three of those in Sunday school. And I put some numbers in, and I forgot to take them out because in in my head everything's numbers based. But you know, you can ignore those if you want, so that's fine. So if you if you had to think which one of the five, the W I F E S, is probably first, which one of those five would it be? Instruction. That's your first blank, right? And then the second one is fellowship, yeah. And then I think service as well, yeah, absolutely. And there's a little bit of that for some of you. And we'll talk about kind of who does what in there. And just kind of a side note, if you, if you find yourself doing something at church and it doesn't align to one of the worship instruction, fellowship, evangelism, or service, we, we kind of need to stop and and pause there for a minute, because either we're doing something we're not supposed to be doing, or we need to revise our purpose. But one of those two things is going to be happening. So just an alignment question there. So what do we do in Sunday school? Um, Well, the first one there, what we do is we study the Bible. So we make disciples. This is what uh, Sunday school is about. It's actually the only imperative in the Great Commission. So studying the Bible, uh, which I think aligns very closely to instruction, which should lead to wisdom, in fact. Uh, the second bullet there is praying for each other, which is aligning to fellowship, which should lead to friendship, uh, if you want to think about it that way. I know that the, the people in my life that I know that pray for me on a regular basis, uh, there's a different way that I think and act and behave because of that, because I know they care, that they, they matter, they, they, they feel that I matter, and it's a, it's a very important thing. Now, for several years, I've been showing you guys this picture, and we're going to look at it today, too. I made my own, because I just didn't like the ones on the internet anymore, I just got tired of it, which is why the colors are awful, um, but that's okay. I'm not colorblind, I'm just, I'm just not good with them, so it's, it's a different kind of thing. So uh, this is Johari Window. It's a guy named Joe and a guy named Harry uh, put this together, and they mashed their names together, and they came up with the Johari Window. It's really kind of a silly name, but it is what it is. Uh, And the basic idea is that there are things that 
you know about yourself and there are things that others know about you and this is the arena that we play in. So I'll give you an example of this. I wear glasses. Right? I know that I wear glasses. You know that I wear glasses because you can see the glasses on my face. This is the arena that we live in. This is the, the space that we invade. There are also things that I know about me that you don't know about me. This is the facade that I put up. Right? Some of you know, but not all of you know, that I uh, took a hit off an inhaler. I, you, you probably wonder where I was going with that for just a second, didn't you? <laughs> I should reword that for the podcast, but I probably will forget. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a hit off an inhaler uh, right before Sunday school class because I've got some respiratory stuff going on right now, right? And I was going to try to just push through, and, but I can, I can hear it in my voice. So it's a little bit of a facade, but not much of a facade. And, and there's some stuff that, that it's okay that you know and nobody else knows, right? Your social security number, that's... That's probably okay, right? I, I, I don't want to say that, that all of life should be in the arena and everything should be out. And that I'm not saying that at all, right? Well, so then there's some things that are blind spots, things that I don't know that other people do know. And I learn these by putting a camera up in the back of the room or in the center of the room and videotaping myself because I will pick up on things that you guys know and have known for quite a while that I don't see because I don't watch me. Does this make sense? Okay. And then there's the stuff that nobody knows, right? I don't know this. You don't know this. A lot of this is in the future. Some of this is about ourselves, but, you know, that's kind of the way that works. Now, I bring this up because I don't want the picture to look like this for you at the end of 2017. I want the picture to look like this. I want you and me to tell people about our needs and to ask people about theirs so that we grow this because the big green box is where friendship takes place. This is not friendship. This is not friendship. And this is not friendship. This is friendship. And we have an opportunity in this room every single week to lean in and to engage and pray for each other and to get to know each other and not to leave that at the table, but to take that and to go live with it through the week. Does that make sense? Yes? No? Yes? I got three yeses. I'll go with four. All right, good. So we got studying the Bible, which is instruction. It leads to wisdom. Praying for each other, which is fellowship. It leads to friendship. And then serving each other, your third bullet there, uh, which is service, right? Uh, and I think it leads to help because we all need help. At some point, we are going to need help. There we go. Thank you, Albert. Um, <clears throat> we are all going to need help. This is the way this works. So um, I, I have used a term twice already. Why do we, we do Sunday school? And what do we do in Sunday school? So in my notes, and I don't think it's in yours, I have who is we. And I'm going to read you my notes. Anyone who wants to attend. So I had, I had to go on our Sunday school, uh, I had to go on our church website yesterday and change it again uh, because somebody in the office, they don't know who it is, and I know it's not you, because um, <clears throat> I'll just revoke your access if it is, <laughs> uh, keeps, 
keeps changing our Sunday school webpage uh, to say that ours is our Sunday school class is for adults only. It is not for adults only. It is for whoever wants to walk through the door. I do not care who you are. I do not care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. If you want to walk through the door and learn about Jesus, we're going to learn about Jesus. And in 2017, we're going to be studying Romans. And Romans has a couple things that's going to require a general knowledge of uh, both anatomy and reproduction. So if you want to bring somebody in here that's younger, absolutely, I'm wonderfully happy with that. Not a problem at all. Just be aware, I'm not shying away from what the text says because of who's sitting in the room. Now, I have taught NC-17 rated lessons from the pulpit on Sunday nights at Stewart Heights. And uh, before the lesson started, I put a big NC-17 banner up on the front, talked about it during the introduction, had several kids sitting in the, in the um, auditorium, spoke directly to their parents from the pulpit. Hey, we're about to go places that you may not be prepared for them to go. They sat there, and about 30 seconds into the conversation, hey, what's the youth doing tonight? Well, I told you, this is where we're going. Um, I've got a little bit of Sheldon Cooper in me. <laughs> I've got a lot of Sheldon Cooper in me, right? And, and I'm just telling you up front, the text says certain things, and we're going to explore those things because it is good and it is right and it is helpful for us. If it wasn't good and right and helpful for us, the Holy Spirit wouldn't have recorded it for us. So it is what it is. That's where we're going. So I love to have kids in here. One of my, I'm going to get tore up now. One of my greatest honors is when you guys have kids and you bring them to Sunday school for the first time and I get to teach their first Sunday school lesson. And they sleep through it every time. It's <laughs> wonderful. They are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But we is anybody that wants to attend. So if you're wondering about that person that you work with, if this might be a yes. If you're wondering about that person you live in, yes. If you're wondering about that person that you're related, yes. The answer is yes. Bring them. We will talk about Jesus, and we will talk about the gospel, and they will be exposed to this, and it is very good. So what do we believe in Sunday school? Uh, well, to me, if I think about our values, and I think about the A, B, C, D, E that we hold here at Stewart Heights, the one that for me is most applicable for Sunday school is the authority of Scripture. And we talked about that when we went through Grudem's systematic theology. We believe in the authority, the clarity, the necessity, and sufficiency of Scripture. I believe that what the Bible says is what the Bible is supposed to say, and it is right, and it is true, and it is without error, and that's how we're going to handle Romans as we go through 2017. I also believe 1 Corinthians 14.40, and if you haven't committed this to memory, you should, because this is my goal for every single Sunday school lesson that if Jesus Christ himself came in and sat down and participated in our Sunday school class, that when he left, he would say that was done decently and it was done in order. That is my goal. Now, from time to time, there will be something that you hear somebody say, mostly me, and you'll go, I'm not sure if that was decent. Yep. And those, I try to record those and get those out of the, unrecord those and get those out of the podcast. Sometimes we do. Sometimes I forget. Uh, Robin Turnipseed has been listening to this podcast for several years. She and Sam, y'all know the turnip seeds, Sam and Robin? They were in a car accident this week. Uh, very, very bad car accident. Sam actually, I think, cracked or broke a vertebrae in his back. He had surgery. It went well. He, he came out of surgery yesterday, the day before. I think on, on a right path, they walked away from a drunk driver that hit them head on on 27. Yeah. So, I mean, just thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord you know, all those things. But Robin listens to the podcast and she will email me every few months and say, hey, 
you talk an awful lot about taking something out of the podcast, and I don't think you ever do. <clears throat> Somebody's listening. It's okay. It's good. All right, so a couple expectations, uh, learners' expectations. That's you guys. Uh, so what kind of expectations should you have uh, from this class? Um, I, I do this exact same example every single year. I love this example. I think it's a fantastic example. I think it works. I think it's relevant. And it's McDonald's. That's your blank. It's McDonald's. And you're going, what? Yes, it's McDonald's. So uh, what's your favorite hamburger in the whole world? Five guys. Five guys? I got to vote for five. Anybody? Anyway, five guys? Five guys, all right. Now, I'm saying the whole world now. I'm not saying Chattanooga. So if you've traveled, I mean, it's okay to say something that we're not familiar with. Public house. Public house. Now, which one is the public house? Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Preach it, brother. There we go. That's right. Glory. Going to get Fuddruckers. Have you been to other places? Like... You, you know I love you, right? Oh, you do get a yeah. They do give you a cookie. They give you a cookie, right? They do give you a cookie. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> wow, that was awesome. This is what happens when I'm on five different kinds of medication. <clears throat> the filter goes way down. I almost told Julie this morning it's gonna be a fun class today because <laughs> just where we are. The arena is growing. Yes, it is. This is good. This is good. Uh, is McDonald's anybody's favorite hamburger? No. Like your favorite hamburger? And if it is, that's fine. Almost every year, is it yours? Yeah, okay. Almost every year, there's somebody that... I got two. Okay. It's whichever one you can afford, all right? Yeah. All right. There will come a day <laughs> when you don't have to do that to yourself. Yes, right? Um, if you choose to do it to yourself, right, you can choose, but you don't have to. So that's, and also, uh, we need your mailing address because we are not going to make this child go through college eating McDonald's hamburgers. So <laughs> we're going to have to send you $20 bills in the mail. So this is the way this works. Um, every single week in college, I, I went to my mailbox and opened it up, and it was a letter from my dad with uh, two sheets of paper inside. One had a $20 bill rolled up in it, and the other had a handwritten note saying he was praying for me. Every single week, four years. It was awesome. Because <laughs> it was awesome. So, what's that? Now, we now you get a text, yeah. <laughs> I just deposited 20 in your account, right? That's good. Actually, that works out really well. Yeah. <laughs> no, that doesn't help her eat better. <laughs> so, the reason I bring up McDonald's is what can you tell me about a McDonald's hamburger? It lasts forever. It lasts forever, right? Yes, you've seen those. I'm not sure those things on Facebook are true or not. So the experiment, they might be, but I'm not 100% sure. So you, you were going to... Two old beef patties. No, 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 no. Not the, not the Big Mac. The, the hamburger. Yes. What's on it? What's on it? There we go. <laughs> and the two pickles. McDonald's, McDonald's <laughs> has cornered the market on minimum standards of consistency. And 
And every once in a while, I actually think it's, it doesn't taste too bad. But there's, you know when you order a McDonald's hamburger, I'm going to at least get this every single time. So what I want you to know is that when you walk into this room, you're going to at least get a minimum standard every single time. Every once in a while, you'll go, holy cow, that was like a, that was a Fuddruckers burger. Or that was a, a, a public house. I mean, like once a year, you're going to get a public house. So don't be dreaming about public house. It comes with pimento cheese on top, and then they put bacon on top of that. So I don't know what you were doing for lunch, but now you want that hamburger. It is, it is glorious. That's my Brian Smith. Let's keep our tally marks as we go, right? So this is your, your minimum standard. Um, you can also expect vision. We will know where we are going in this class. There will not be a time when somebody stands up and they go, well, I wasn't prepared, I wasn't ready. No, we ain't having that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, and you will get prayed for in this class. So if you are a member of this class, I'm going to be praying for you by name every single day. That's the way this is going to work. So somebody is praying for you every single... That's what you can expect. Minimum standard, vision, and prayer. Now, I have expectations too. So you got one word here in the blank. You ready? Homework. I used to say a lot of different things. I've settled on homework. You got quiet there, didn't it? Yep. Hey, Jim, I that's all right. <clears throat> this ain't this ain't your daddy's school. <laughs> so let's talk about a couple other things. So when and where do we do Sunday school? Our logistics. So we start Sunday mornings at what? 907. That's right. You know why we start at 907? Because you can roll in the parking lot at nine o'clock and scuttle over and drop your kids off and get a piece of coffee and get a drink of coffee and get a piece of just whatever unbelievable thing that got cooked this morning is um see y'all y'all get to eat that i i have to teach and watch you eat it so thank you ladies that that do that it's fantastic but no it's it's wonderful and you can get all that and you sit down and breathe a couple of times and it's not quite 907 so you've got plenty of time to do that except april 16th what's special about april 16th that's Easter at Coolidge, that's right. December 24th and December 31st, because everybody needs a break. And uh, we do it in this room, and there's the address. So if you need to invite somebody to Sunday school, it's all right there on the page. That's the information that you need to do. So who does what in Sunday school? It's our structure. Uh, Justin and Carrie Harness get here early and set up all the tables and the chairs. So if you appreciate the fact that you don't have to sit on the floor or stand up, you can tell them thank you for that. Uh, Dave Barber comes in early and sets up the sound and all the recording equipment. So if you can hear me this morning, uh, Dave, thank you very much. Uh, I will tell you that we had 58 lessons in systematic theology. 58. 57 of them got recorded. That is impressive. That is incredibly. And the one that didn't was my fault, not Dave's. So just in case you wondered. So thank you very much. Um, Maybe somebody someday will appreciate that fact. But it's, it's out there, and I can go back and reference it, and it is, it is very helpful. So, and then my kids, uh, they set up the prize table and pass out all the handouts. So woot, woot, we get them started early. This is the way this works. Uh, breakfast, Miss Shannon Miller, I think I'm going to get this right. You do week one. Uh, Trish McGarvey does week two. Uh, Jessica Miller does weeks three and five and organizes. And then Jessica Norris handles week four. So we got four different ladies that feed us. So if you want to know who to thank, those are your weeks. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. Yes, it is good. Uh, I teach and lead the class. Uh, there'll be about 11, 
I'm hoping for 12 other voices this year that teach as part of this series in Romans. So I've got uh, 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 two people on the fence. One I know I can get across and one I'm praying for. Um, <clears throat> we pray for each other. Darla handles, Darla Wave. Uh, Darla handles and collects and distributes all the prayer requests for the weekly update. So that page on the middle of the piece of paper in the middle of the table, Darla sends me all that and I copy it and I paste it. And it is wonderful because that means I can focus on teaching and not these other things. Darla also handles this for our Sunday school class uh, Facebook page. And there's a link to that on the back of the handout if you want to get involved with that. And then we have parties. Uh, we have lunches that we do. And those are on the last Sunday of each month, the first of which is January 31st this month. So Jules will be telling us what we're doing there at some point, and we'll go with that. Uh, all right, so that's... <laughs> I have learned that life is better when I just say that, so <laughs> that's the way this works. So how do we prepare for Sunday school? Is this on the back side of the handout already? Yep, cool. All right, so I've got a, bl- I've got a slide here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you the slide, and then we're going to talk to kind of how it works. So um, for a long time, I have focused on orthodoxy, which is in your head. This is the doctrine that you believe. This is the learning process. And uh, orthopraxy, which is what you do with your hands, your behavior, this is the service that you have. And I had this conversation with um, Dr. Sandy Zinson several months ago, and he gave me another piece of the pie that I had not thought about before, and it's orthopathy. And this has nothing to do with, like, foods and organic stuff. And this is a, this is a word that is much older than the com- commercialization that it has gone under in the last 50 years. So it's a good old word. Uh, but this is your heart, your passion, your experiences. This is how we engage with things. So this is kind of the way this works. You learn something from the source of truth that impels you to serve and do something with it. And as a result, there is an experiential participation in Christianity that desires a drive then to learn more, to serve, to funnel, to passion, to learn. And it is a beautiful, beautiful cycle. So here's your blanks because that's what you're really worried about. Be ready to learn under orthodoxy. So what does that mean? Well, it means be rested. Show up ready to go, right? Uh, Reread Romans. We're going to read Romans a lot this year. It's a good book. Uh, read the resources. Have a ready Bible. Uh, there's always going to be, whenever I do this lesson the first week of the year, there's always some throwback to my early Independent Baptist days where everything was alliterated. So this is my head nod to alliteration. Sorry, Dave. Uh, under hands, the orthopraxy, be ready to serve. So be here on time and be here with open eyes. Um, if anybody exhibits this more than anybody else I can think of, it is probably two people. Uh, it is Shanda Arter and uh, Sean McGarvey. And Shanda just has a, it's almost like a sixth sense of, I feel like there's this problem over here. And she just kind of wanders and it's, it's just incredible. And I'm, I'm never even aware, I'm completely clueless that there was even an issue. And she comes to me later and she says, hey, there, I saw this and I went and did this, this, and this. And I'll go, cool. That's great because I didn't even, wasn't even aware. Because I'm thinking about this. And when somebody walks in and doesn't have a seat, uh, Sean and Justin and several of you just jump up and you just take care of it. And there's been more than one occasion where one of them will come up to me afterward and say, hey, I'm sorry we banged around chairs while you were talking and we set that table up. I'm like, I don't... You set a table up? Cool, thanks. 
So be ready, but we have to open our eyes to do that. And then the hearth, the heart, the orthopathy, be ready to engage. Um, do something with the passion that you bring. Participate and pray and provide feedback. These are good and helpful things. All right, so next week's lesson, I'm not done yet, trust me, I've got way too much time to be done. Next week's lesson is going to be talking a lot about those next four things underneath resources for Romans, our helps. That's your next blank, resources for Romans. We're going to talk a lot about the Holy Spirit, talk a lot about uh, the book of Romans, talk a lot about uh, our Sunday school class uh, Facebook page, and then uh, a page that I built yesterday for a help for Romans. And what I want you to think about is I want you to think about how do we typically approach Bible study? Which ones of those things do we focus on the most? Do we typically focus on resources that are man-made? Do we typically focus on conversations with others? Do we typically focus on the text? Do we typically focus on the Holy Spirit? How do those things play together? How do they not? Is there an order that we should approach them in? We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a lot about that next week, actually. So here's the part that I've been waiting for for a little bit now. There we go. All right. So several years ago, four or five years ago, I asked a question in Sunday school, and I got so many responses that I was a bit over... I don't even remember what the question was, but I got so many responses that I was overwhelmed with all the feedback that I was coming. I said, oh, hang on, hang on. Everybody at your tables just discuss this topic and have one person from each table kind of report back out, and we'll go from there. And it worked really, really well. And there was a lot of really good feedback. So a couple of years ago, I think it was either Colossians or Galatians, I don't remember which one it was, uh, that we went through and I said, I'm going to crowdsource studying and see if this works. I said, anybody that wants a resource, I'm going to give you a resource. And as we read that portion of the book that we're studying, you read that portion of the book of the resource that I gave you and then report back out on anything that was insightful or helpful. So what happened for Jim is that as Jim taught this series of lessons, Jim got the benefit of reading 13 other books without reading 13 other books because we crowdsourced the studying, which was awesome. It worked really, really well. So we're going to do that again. And this is the reason I've been talking about this for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. So I want you to know what you're signing up for before you start. So I'm going to walk you through the process. So you get a free book. This is not bad, right? Yeah? I thought you'd smile at this point. Okay. You read some each week. Not a lot, just some. You email good quotes. Now this can be you take a picture and email it, or this can be you type it out, don't care which one, and then we all benefit. <laughs> Isn't that great? Now, so what I have done over the last couple of months is that I've been on the lookout for good Romans resources. So the first Romans resource that I want you to be aware of is the translation that we're going to go through and use for 2017, which is the ESV. So if you don't have a copy of the ESV, you've got a couple different uh, resources here. One, you can go buy a physical copy of the ESV. They're not bad. This is mine that I've been reading out of. Um, it almost folds open to Romans on its own at this point, because I think it's the only book that I've read out of this particular version. So it's... We've read a lot of Romans out here. Um, you can uh, use an application on your phone. Uh, so the ESV is a downloadable app. 
Uh, it's a downloadable translation on the version translation or the version app. It's a great resource for you there. You can go online and read it, uh, or you can go to uh, bit.ly slash Romans 2017, and the whole PDF, there's a one PDF document, is the entire ESV text of Romans that'll pull up, and it's very legible from a phone, from an iPad, or from a computer screen. So, Anna Grace, you got those? If you are not tech savvy, have no desire to go and um, purchase another Bible, I have copies of the entire book of Romans with me this morning. So this is what we call in education, no bleeping excuses. <laughs> okay? I, I'm going to make this so straightforward for you, right? Uh, there's literally no excuse for not reading the book of Romans in the ESV. Now, we'll talk about why I picked the ESV next week. It's about 27 different reasons, but uh, probably only three or four that we'll talk about. But I've got gobs of copies of these, and I'm going to make gobs of copies every single week so that we're all literally on the same page and that we can be going through this the same. Does this make sense? Who wants one? All right. If you can hand those out to the ones that raise their hand. Crowdsource right there. <clears throat> this is the secret to management, by the way, is that you don't do it yourself. <laughs> Honestly, it really is. All right. Now, has anybody noticed that there's stacks of books in this room? Where are the stacks of books? They're over there. Yes. All right. Would you like to get to those? All right. Let's do it. So uh, I've got three different stacks. Now, how many of you have never read a theological book other than the Bible in your life? Don't be ashamed. If you have not, it is absolutely okay. I have a stack for you. This is beginner. This is easy to get into. This is straightforward. This is, this, these guys are not going to confuse or overwhelm or swarm you in any way, shape, or form. How many of you have read theological books before? All right, good. I have a stack for you. These guys use a little more advanced language. Sometimes they take a little longer to get to the point. Like MacArthur wrote a thousand pages on Romans. Right, and he—he he still. I, I really don't think he got it all out. I think he's. I think there's still some in there somewhere. All right. <clears throat> How many of you have written theological things in your life? This is the stack here. This is deep. This is hard. This is difficult. This is challenging. This is seminary level stuff. Uh, and I call dibs on Moo. So, this one's mine. <laughs> this one I got off the internet. This is a used book. And the people that sold it to me wrote me a handwritten note and said, uh, hope this works out well. Here's our email. Uh, I was like, that's just craziness. How do you have time to write handwritten notes? Um, <laughs> in fact, that's amazing. So this is the one that I am committing to, e to reading. Now, remember, how long do we have this? A whole year. So Moo is, I think, a thousand pages. So you're looking at two to three pages a day, even if you got the biggest one. And there's only a couple that are this big. So I'm not talking about 600 pages a day. No, 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 no. A couple of pages a day, a couple of pages a week, you're in good shape. So here's my question. Now, you, we texted yesterday. Which one did you say that you had dibs on? Uh, Murray. Murray. Uh, yeah, 
Yep, yep. All right. Come on, big boy. <clears throat> so for those of you who don't know George Jackson, uh, George, you, you and Alicia have been at Stewart Heights for four or, five years. four or five years now. Awesome. I had Schreiner in seminary. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm nervous about Shriner, too. So, um, <clears throat> so anyway, who's in? Come on. All right, so. I think, well, I'm kind of in between. Yep. So Let's do Stott. Okay. You will like Stott. I'm going to say Barkley. Barkley's got some stuff that's not right, and, and you will pounce on him, and that will be good. Okay? I'm on it. All right. Albert? So I'm going to do either Bruce or Calvin. Calvin gets complicated in his sentence structure because he's Calvin, uh, but Bruce is very, very good. Okay. There we go. Think that's better than Bruce? I do. <laughs> I couldn't find the one that you've done before. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it up there. I know. I went three times the Lifeway. I never could find it. So because of that, which one is it? There. Thank you. I've heard rave reviews on that. Um, the Life Application one. All right, Miss Darla. It doesn't matter to me. I know Where it do doesn't. You want me to have? Uh, nope. 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 There it is. Announce. Now, that's a classic. That's like, that's a classic classic. Okay. All right. Um, do you like Phillips? You know, I was looking at Phillips, and I kind of wondered if that was a, yep. a good resource. Yep, it is. I'll, I'll share between me and Darla. So. That's all right. <laughs> he was my first commentary I ever read. He's my favorite. So, just well, saying. Next to the Holy Spirit. Uh, <laughs> yes. Bruce, it is. I played it for the kids yesterday. It was awesome. All right. Nope. What do we agree upon? I don't know. This is the... Oh. Okay. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yes. I have a line. That's good. <laughs> All right. Do you like to read? I love to read. Okay. Don't give me one point of the I'm not. I'm not. You want me to pick or are you going to pick for me? No, I'm going to pick for you. Okay. I almost never do this. I'm not as familiar with him. I've got three good recommendations on that book. All right. Miss Carrie? All right. This is the study guide that accompanies the books that I just gave to Olivia. This one has questions. I need your questions and I need more good questions from you. Awesome, good. You will like him. Hello. We are going to challenge each other together. Good. So, but if we could, 
maybe have two books, though. It would be a two-book okay. test. Absolutely. And challenge us. Unless you just want to. Unless, That's yeah. Fine. yeah, unless you have something else. It's a really ugly format, okay. but it's pretty good content. All right. Okay? Okay, we will do Perfect. this. Perfect. Yes. Does that work? We will do this, yeah. Cool. If, if we don't get the second copy, we will read this before bed every Awesome. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm the reader of the two of us. <laughs> I thought so. Are you going to be here this year? I'll be in and out. Okay. Because I'm not at the church that I was at, but I'm going to be coming down here quite a bit on the weekends, and I'm still going to school at UGC. So. Okay. I'll but be in pocket email some, but I can email, email you or whatever. What she's saying. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And so just email you highlights, quotes, things yep. that I find. You got it. Got it. Can do. All right. No Jay Vernon. Got it. You ever heard of Jay Vernon? Mm-hmm. Jay Vernon McGee. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. Yes, ma'am. And I'm going to make sure this says adults only class. <laughs> I will keep editing it. That is the cliff notes. <laughs> all right. I've got four left. And they are all in, the, well, three of the four are in the uh, mild category. So, oh, excellent, good. This is not the mild. Mm-hmm. Who? You'll like that one. All right. I got two more, and these are actually Bible studies. Um, Carrie wants to trade. What'd you get? Yes. You don't like that idea? I have another one that's questions to find more questions. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that was easy. Yes. Now, if you want a resource and didn't get a resource, email me because there's this wonderful place on the internet called Amazon. <laughs> and I hear this knock, knock, knock. Scurry, 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 and I open the door, and books magically arrive. It is a wonderful world that we live in. So here's your homework for next week. It's at the bottom of that page on the handout. Number one, ask the Holy Spirit for help. I'm going to tip my hand a little bit to next week's lesson. Read Romans a lot. Feel free to underline that and circle it and star it and draw arrows and smiley faces and highlight and I don't know what else you can do. Uh, Talk to somebody in our class about Romans. We have this really cool resource. Uh, We have a Facebook page, a group rather. I keep saying page. It's not a page. It's a group. It's a private group. So ask your questions uh, and then read your resource and email Jim. I got my email address there. Helpful quotes from the resource by Wednesday. By Wednesday. Now, next week, we are doing an introduction and overview to all of Romans. So many of your resources have a section in them that it basically says, introduction and overview. That is your assignment, to read that by Wednesday. Yeah, some of yours are longer than others. 
It's okay. And, uh, and some of your resources actually cover more than one book of the Bible. So I think, I think McLaren is on uh, Corinthians 2, and you've got Galatians. Some of yours may have Romans and Galatians because they're uh, kind of similar-ish-y, sort of, kind of. Um, so that is, the, uh, that is the process there. So questions about that assignment? Any questions? No? You got it? All right, so this is our table prayer time. I wrote it down. I don't know. I got feeling really OCD this week, so I scripted it out. But So that is, yes? I just It will, and we will talk a lot about that next week as well, yes. The whole year will be online before next Sunday's um, class. Thank you. You're welcome. I just have to take the time to take this sheet of paper, which is an Excel spreadsheet. <clears throat> Hashtag, of course, right? Uh, which is our schedule for the whole year, and turn that into, what was that? See, I made a mistake. I, I didn't ignore the table I was supposed to ignore today, right? <laughs> That's the way that works. That's the way that works. All right. So your weekly update is in the center of your table. Uh, we used to do something a very long time ago that if you were sitting at a table by yourself or just your spouse, that you got up and you moved to another table because this is about group activity. So if you're sitting by yourself or just with your spouse, then we're going to move to another table. <clears throat> That's okay. Otherwise, I want you to lean in, engage, uh, update these, keep these very updated. This is how we pray for and love and become friends with each other. And believe it or not, there are real ramifications from this. So um, it's good stuff. So praise the group. When you're finished praying with the group, you are dismissed. Thank you for coming to Sunday school today. And buckle your seatbelts, folks, because Romans starts hot and heavy next Sunday. Here we go. (laughs) 